Picture this. DF is a health profession student in her second year of study. She recently attended a conference on the importance of the environment on human health, where she learned how infectious diseases such as malaria and dengue are changing in geographic range and intensity. In roundtable discussions, she learned about severe weather events such as heat waves and hurricanes, and how some are becoming more common and intense, and how to mitigate their impacts on affected communities. She was also astonished by the millions of premature deaths linked to air pollution. She hadn't realized just how devastating of an effect the deteriorating environment has on Earth's inhabitants, including humans. She wonders what her role as a future health professional might be in addressing these impacts. Is there a way she can help as a student? Think about your answer as you listen, and we'll revisit DF at the end. Welcome to Audio Bricks. This is Jeff Downing with a special brick for your ears on planetary health, which was developed by Message, the Medical Student Alliance for Global Education. This brick is from our brand new collection on planetary health, which is free and open for all students and educators. After completing this brick, you will be able to 1. Define planetary health and global environmental changes. 2. Explain why the environment is a determinant of health. 3. Identify planetary boundaries that are being exceeded. And 4. Explain the concept of sustainable development and donut economics. Part 1. What is planetary health? Humans are a part of the rich biodiversity of Earth. With a population of 8 billion, we have reached and, in some cases, exploited almost every nook and cranny of our planet. Practices like burning fossil fuels and deforestation have had a devastating impact on the environment. The environment encompasses all the living and non-living elements of the planet, and the health and existence of humanity are inherently dependent on a healthy environment. Planetary health explores the interrelationship between human health and the health of the planet. Human activities have led to a range of Global Environmental Changes, or GECs, many of which reflect disruptions of Earth's natural systems globally, such as climate change, ocean acidification, stratospheric ozone depletion, biodiversity loss, land system change, and air, water, and soil pollution. These changes have negative impacts on human health. For example, Air pollution is estimated by the World Health Organization to be associated with 7 million premature deaths every year. Today's health profession students will be on the front line of tackling the health effects of GECs. It is therefore critical to prepare health professionals to address health in the context of the environment and to protect the earth and its natural systems. Now, when we talk about the practices that have led to GECs, we should consider that they are a product of capitalism, industrialization, and a predominantly anthropocentric worldview. The concept of planetary health has long been intrinsic to the knowing, being, and doing of indigenous peoples who act as stewards and custodians of the lands they live on. Economic growth and industrialization disconnected us from the natural world and have led to the planetary crisis we are now facing. We can see human health and the environment through different lenses. Public health aims to protect and improve the health of people and their communities. Global health focuses on achieving health equity worldwide 
And One Health recognizes that human health is closely connected to the health of animals and our shared environment. Planetary health is a broad concept, encompassing all the above. Under this umbrella, many of the issues facing us can be addressed, such as antimicrobial resistance, pesticides in agriculture, zoonotic diseases, climate change, biodiversity loss, and all forms of pollution. With this growing awareness, we should acknowledge indigenous traditional knowledge and value systems of communities that promote and uplift shared goals through a set of natural laws derived from the land. Indigenous populations do not separate the health of the planet, the health of self, and the health of the community. And there's much we can learn from them. Okay, let's stop for a quiz. Question. How does planetary health relate to the concepts of public health and global health? Answer. Planetary health explores the interconnection between human health and the health of the planet integrating the concepts of public health and global health. Part two, how is the environment a determinant of health? The environment is essential to human life. It provides all necessities, air, water, food, and shelter. Our atmosphere protects the entire planet, shielding us from ultraviolet rays and keeping the temperature compatible with life. Our relationship with the environment is also a key part of our mental and spiritual well-being. There is no continuation of humanity or any life on planet Earth without the existence of a stable environment with clean water and air and intact ecosystems. The World Health Organization estimates that 13 to 32 percent of the global disease burden is attributable to environmental determinants of health. In 2016, the WHO also reported that one in four global deaths were linked to modifiable environmental risks. These environmental determinants of health may be physical, chemical, or biologic factors at a local, regional, or global level. Historically, environmental factors have been included as part of the social determinants of health, the non-medical factors that influence health outcomes. However, as we see their impacts on health, they are increasingly being considered separately from social determinants of health. Some important environmental factors impacting health are air pollution. This is mainly fine particulate matter, outdoor from industries, vehicles, environmental tobacco smoke, etc., and indoors from smoke from household cooking. Air pollutants can affect health directly through oxidation of lipids and proteins and indirectly through activation of intracellular oxidant pathways, which may play a role in chronic pulmonary and cardiovascular diseases. Other pollutants, such as particulate matter 2.5, which is less than 2.5 micrometers in diameter, may contribute to lung cancer. There's also freshwater contamination. This can be due to open defecation, inadequate sanitation, and improper sewage systems, and leads to diarrheal diseases like cholera with significant morbidity and mortality. Additionally, agricultural use of pesticides, as well as industrial and chemical pollution, cause deterioration of freshwater sources. Chemical pollution includes chemicals such as dioxins, mercury, lead, and pesticides that may be present in air, water, soil, or food and can cause serious health effects. For example, lead has a cumulative toxic effect being distributed to the brain, liver, kidney, and bones, 
and may cause intellectual disability and behavioral disorders in children. Another key factor is severe weather, including rising global temperatures. Climate change is associated with an increase in frequency and intensity of extreme rainfall, tornadoes, heat waves, and droughts. These events can cause widespread damage and may modify transmission of foodborne, waterborne, and zoonotic infectious disease. They can undermine food and water security and disrupt the well-being of affected populations. Finally, there are vector-borne diseases. Increased precipitation due to climate change is a major factor responsible for the increase in vector-borne diseases, such as malaria and Japanese encephalitis. Another activity that can increase the incidence of vector-borne diseases is manipulation of the environment for drainage and irrigation. It's important to note that not all people have contributed equally to the degradation of the planet's ecosystems. Industrialized countries thrived in the global market and accumulated wealth at the cost of the environment. And low-income countries and vulnerable communities are paying the higher cost. A particularly visible example is the impact of climate change on island nations. Greenhouse gas emissions have led to rising temperatures and glacial melt, resulting in rising sea levels, which have forced people from island nations to move to higher ground or leave. Let's pause for a quiz. Question. How do environmental determinants of health relate to social determinants of health? Answer. In the past, environmental determinants of health were commonly grouped together with social determinants of health. However, as we observe the growing influence of these factors, there is a shift towards recognizing them as distinct entities. Part 3. What are planetary boundaries? Our survival depends on a healthy environment. But what is the threshold of human pressure that can be safely tolerated by the planet's ecosystems? Scientists have come up with the concept of planetary boundaries, within which we expect that humanity can operate safely. Violation of one or more planetary boundaries may be deleterious due to the risk of crossing thresholds that will trigger nonlinear, abrupt environmental change. As of 2022, humanity had surpassed five planetary boundaries, which are critical limits for the Earth's systems. These boundaries include 1. Climate change. The concentration of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere has exceeded a level that can lead to significant and potentially irreversible impacts on the climate. 2 land system changes. Extensive agricultural activities, particularly deforestation, have altered ecosystems and landscapes, resulting in negative consequences for the environment. 3. Biodiversity loss. The loss of species and the disruption of ecosystems have reached a level that threatens the integrity of the biosphere. This is measured by indicators such as the number of extinctions per million species per year and the Biodiversity Intactness Index. 4. Novel Entities Human-made substances like plastic and other materials have been introduced into the environment in large quantities, causing ecological harm and potential risks to living organisms. 5. Changes to the global nitrogen and phosphorus cycle The excessive use of fertilizers in agriculture has disrupted the natural balance of nitrogen and phosphorus in ecosystems, leading to water pollution and other environmental issues. In summary, these five planetary boundaries have been crossed, indicating that human activities have exceeded sustainable limits 
and are causing significant harm to the Earth's systems. Planetary boundaries are interdependent. Contravening one may impact others. Question time. What are the consequences of exceeding planetary boundaries? Answer. Exceeding boundaries means crossing the limit of resilience of Earth's natural systems, which can trigger massive environmental and atmospheric changes. Part 4. What is sustainable development? We have depleted the planet's natural resources through such pursuits as deforestation, agriculture, and mining, and have disrupted ecosystems. This now threatens not only our existence, but that of all species. While economic prosperity has led to increased living standards and accumulation of wealth for some, not all have benefited. According to the United Nations, in 2019, 648 million people were living in extreme poverty. A changing climate, COVID-19, and war and conflict have only exacerbated this problem. Is it possible to build prosperous societies in which everyone has access to clean air and water, food, housing, and education without transgressing planetary boundaries? In 1987, the UN Brundtland Commission defined sustainability as meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. The international community agreed on the need to reconcile economic growth, social equity, and respect for the environment. So, are there other economic models that we can apply? The Donut Model Framework, developed by economist Kate Rayworth, presents a holistic approach to achieving sustainable development within planetary boundaries. The model proposes a two-dimensional representation of human well-being and ecological boundaries. The inner boundary, called the social foundation, represents the minimum standards of well-being that everyone should have access to, including basic needs such as water, food, health care, and education. The outer boundary, known as the ecological ceiling, defines the planetary limits beyond which environmental degradation occurs, such as climate change, biodiversity loss, and resource depletion. The space between these two boundaries referred to as the safe and just space for humanity, represents the desirable area where social needs are met without surpassing ecological limits. By operating within this donut-shaped space, societies can strive for sustainable development, ensuring that no one falls short on essential needs while safeguarding the health of the planet. The donut model is increasingly used to inform policy for local sustainability, An example is the Fairer and Greener Amsterdam initiative. The city is committed to building a supportive infrastructure that includes sharing platforms, thrift shops, online marketplaces, and repair services. The goal is to have the use of new raw materials by 2030 and achieve a fully circular economy by 2050. So what are sustainable development goals? The 2030 UN Sustainable Development Goals or SDGs, were released in 2015 and serve as a framework for what has been described as a collective journey to transform our world and to leave no one behind. The international community has agreed to act on 17 goals with 169 targets by 2030. Although all SDGs reflect sustainable development, some are worth highlighting as their primary focus is addressing environmental determinants of health. 
For example, clean water and sanitation. SDG 6 includes ending open defecation and providing access to sanitation and hygiene, along with improved water quality, wastewater treatment, and safe reuse. Climate action. Output targets of SDG 13 include building knowledge and capacity to deal with climate change, increasing resilience and adaptive capacity to climate-related disasters, and incorporating climate change measures into policies and plans. SDG 14 addresses marine life. Due to pollution and coastal eutrophication, which means excess nutrients in the water, oceans are being degraded globally which has a negative influence on marine biodiversity. This, in turn, adversely affects fisheries, which are a major cornerstone of the world's economy. Dysregulation of ocean currents also creates problems with rainwater and heat regulation on land. Speaking of land, SDG 15 aims to stop biodiversity loss and desertification, reverse land degradation, and promote the sustainable use of forests and terrestrial ecosystems. The viability of the businesses and populations reliant on the land can be seriously threatened by soil erosion, wildfires, floods, monocultures, and pollution. Here's one more quiz for you. Question. How is sustainable development related to planetary health? Answer. Planetary health acknowledges that human health is inextricably linked to the health of the planetary environments and sustainable development promotes respect and conservation of our natural environment. That brings us to the end of our introduction to the increasingly vital topic of planetary health. Now, let's recap to see if we've completed our goals. First, can you define planetary health and global environmental changes? Planetary health is a concept that explores the interrelationship between human health and the health of the planet. Global environmental changes, or GECs, are changes to Earth's natural systems, for example, climate change, ocean acidification, and include local environmental changes that have global impact, such as biodiversity loss and air pollution. Planetary health encompasses public health, global health, and One Health. Next, can you explain why the environment is a determinant of health? Social determinants of health are non-medical factors affecting health, so environmental determinants of health are environmental factors affecting health. Air pollution, poor water quality, natural disasters, lead poisoning, and increased zoonotic diseases are all environmental determinants of health. Next, can you identify planetary boundaries that are being exceeded? Planetary boundaries show the threshold within which humans and the planet can operate safely. Five planetary boundaries have been exceeded. Climate change, biodiversity loss, changes to the land system, novel entities such as plastics, and changes to the global nitrogen and phosphorus cycle. Crossing planetary boundaries destroys the resilience of natural systems, which can trigger massive planetary changes, creating an uninhabitable world. Finally, can you explain the concept of sustainable development in donut economics? 
Sustainability means meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. The donut model is a visual framework for sustainable development, combining the concept of planetary boundaries with the complementary concept of social boundaries. And that's it. With your deepened understanding of planetary health, let's return to the student from the beginning of this episode. DF is a health profession student in her second year of study. She attended a conference on the importance of the environment on human health, where she learned how infectious diseases such as malaria and dengue are changing in geographic range and intensity. In roundtable discussions, she learned about severe weather events, such as heat waves and hurricanes, how some are becoming more common and more intense, as well as how to mitigate their impacts on affected communities. She was astonished by the millions of premature deaths linked to air pollution. She hadn't realized how the deteriorating environment has devastating effects on Earth's inhabitants, including humans. Thinking back to DF, how can she help address the effects of environmental change on human health as a future health professional? DF now knows that the field of planetary health encompasses the concepts of public health and global health and explores the interrelationship between human health the health of the planet. She is also aware of the environmental determinants of health, and these are factors she can consider in her future practice when delivering care to patients. For now, DF speaks to her advisor about what she has learned. The advisor tells DF about the school's student advocacy group, that they are working on a proposal to include this material in the curriculum. DF contacts the group to join. While planetary health is a big problem, this is a notable first step she can take as a student to be part of the solution. And that's it for our show. Make sure to like and subscribe if you like what you hear. And remember, your feedback helps us improve. You can enjoy the full Brick experience online at exchange.scholarx.com complete with illustrations, questions, flashcards, and active learning. So go check it out if you haven't already. And you can also learn more about the work being done by Message, the Medical Student Alliance for Global Education, by going to www.mesage.org. Until next time. <laughs>